Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! I'm so excited to share God's Word with you today and I hope that you guys are also excited as well. And I really believe that God wants to encourage us today. I believe that God uh, wants to speak to us today. And, um, but before I start, would you allow me to pray? Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Father, Lord, we just want to thank you, God, for today. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, God, that you are good. We thank you that, Lord, you are worthy of all the praise, God. And, and Lord, we just want to thank you for all that you have done for us. And even right now, as we hear from your word, God, would you open our hearts? Lord, would you uh, make our hearts like good ground so that your word, like seeds being sown into our hearts, will uh, Will, will cause the seed to grow and bear fruit, God. So God, we just ask, would you speak to us? Holy Spirit, speak to us and transform us from the inside out, Lord. We uh, just surrender uh, this time into your hands. Lord, I just hide behind your cross and God, whatever that you uh, deposited in me, Lord, I pray that let it be, uh, let it be encouraging, let it be life-building, God, Lord, and I just, uh, we just surrender it all to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you have your Bibles with you, why don't you just turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. If anyone's there, why don't you just give a shout? Ooh, oh, it's a very slow shout, but you guys are getting there. All right. If you're there, let's read from Matthew 6, 19 to 21. It say, Jesus says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth or rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. Amen. You know, when I was reading treasure, when we think about treasure, right, we, it's, it's something that is so valuable to us. It's something that is so precious to us. And here Jesus is teaching us not to lay out, or in another uh, translation, not to store up treasures on earth, but instead we ought to chase after treasures in heaven. Amen? And I believe that God wants to remind us here again today that, that we, can't, we have this treasure that we ought to chase after. And, if, and the title, if you are taking down notes, the title that I can give for you today is The Best Treasure That You Can Have. And, and, I can, and right now, I'm just going to give you two points, uh, but I believe that it's going to be powerful. I believe it's going to be a good reminder for every one of us. And here, God wants to remind us again who is and what is that most precious treasure that we ought to chase after. And we need to be reminded that Jesus is the treasure. And that brings me to my first point, which is Jesus is the treasure. In fact, He is the only treasure. And this may sound like a reminder for some of us, or maybe this is a revelation maybe for, for those who may be hearing this for the first time. But I hope that when, after we hear this, we will really leave this place knowing that Jesus really is the treasure that we need in life. And God wants to, us to come back to that place uh, where Jesus is the most important thing that we can have in our life. Amen? Jesus is so precious and He is the only treasure that we need. And you may be wondering, why? Why is Jesus the treasure? 
The reason is this. Jesus is so precious. Jesus is the treasure because of what He has done on the cross for you and me. Amen? You know, no matter what we do, we as human beings, we are imperfect, right? We are sinners uh, and we, we all fall short of the glory of God. In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, it says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And can I tell you that the truth is that no one here in this room uh, is perfect. No one here in this world is perfect. Not a single person is perfect uh, and has lived a perfect life with no sin because in one way or another, we have, we have sinned before God. We have uh, wronged Him. We have done things that, that, are, that we are not proud of, Right? And you may think that, you know, I don't, I don't know, I'm a pretty good person. I live a good life. I, live, I led a peaceful life. Uh, I, did, I didn't do anything wrong or I didn't commit any crimes. But along the way, in one way or another, we have already done things that hurt people, don't we? Uh, when we have said hurtful things to people before. We have been uh, hurt and we've said things, to, said things back to them uh, because we are just so hurt. Right? We, we've judged other people in our, in our thoughts, in our hearts when, when they do something wrong. You know? We've all done that. You, know, you don't have to raise your hands because I know that we've all done that. Right? So, but sometimes we tend to try to do good things thinking that it makes us feel good, it makes us feel better, or it proves that we are better than anyone else. And that just shows that we are selfish uh, as well. And, and that means that we are, we are all sinners by nature. First John Chapter 1, verse 8. 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. You know, if we say that we have no sin, we're essentially just lying to ourselves and to other people. And the truth is sin, the problem of the sin is that sin separates us from the presence of God. Because God is holy, right? He is righteous, He is just, and, and, and in Him there can be no sin. But because we are imperfect, we are separated from the presence of God and we, have no, we, we do not have that access uh, to uh, the presence of God. But friends, the, the story doesn't end there. Amen? The good news is that that's why, that's why Jesus came. That's why Jesus came. And the simple truth to why Jesus came is because He loves you. Amen? You are loved by God. And let that sink in. I know it sounds simple that we are loved by God, but bear with me as we unpack this. Why are we loved by God? And do you know how much that He loves you? God loves us so much that despite our sin, despite our weakness, that He still chose to send His Son to die for our sins. He chose uh, to send His Son, Jesus, and Jesus was obedient to the will of the Father that He knew that we are imperfect. And yet, He still came to set us free from our sins so that our sins can be forgiven, past, present, and future. He forgave us from our sins so that we can have that access with God again. Amen? You know, the penalty of our sins has been paid for by Jesus. And even, you know, do you know that Jesus' name is also called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And what it means by God with us is that when we in our sin become far, become far away from God, God chose to come near to us. He, he chose to come near to us in the person of Jesus. Now, putting Jesus aside, 
I'll come back to that later. But do you know that one of the treasures that you can actually have on earth, one, something that you, you actually have with you that's so important, so precious, is actually not your phone. It's not your wallet. It's, it's, not, um, it's not even your house. But it's actually your passport. You know, think about it. A passport is really important, right? Your passport, you cannot lose it. If you lose it, then, you know, it... it, it you, you, if you lose it, you basically lose your identity, right? If you lose your passport, you don't have a name. If you lose your passport, you have no access to any country or maybe you get kicked out of your country. Who knows? If you lose your passport, you lose your identity. Amen? What more, Jesus? You know, Jesus, more, more than a passport, He gives us an identity in God. Amen? Let's turn to John chapter 1, verse 12. John chapter 1, verse 12 says this. Jesus said, But as many as received him, sorry, not Jesus, but as many as, as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Amen. When, friends, when you believe in Jesus, when you, when you come to Jesus, when you have Jesus in your life, you will be given the right to become children of God. You know how many of you here are students and you have a student ID and if you have a student card, right, you have access, you have the right to all the facilities in your universities. Uh, you have access to go into your classrooms, your lecture rooms. So what more Jesus? Jesus has given us that right, right, to be citizens of God, to be children of God and that is our identity. That is your identity in Christ. Amen. So do not, friends, do not let people dictate who you are. Do not let people say that you are not good enough. Do not let people say that you are worthless because your worth is not found in anyone else. Your worth is not found in anything else that you achieve, but your worth is found in Jesus. Amen? God has already decreed that you are a child of God in Christ Jesus and your worth is found in Him. Amen? That's, that's who Jesus is. That's how amazing Jesus is to us and what He has done for us. Amen? Let's turn to Romans chapter 8. Verse 35 to 39. Romans chapter 8, 35 to 39 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Friends, remember, you are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Friends, what an amazing promise that nothing can ever separate you from the love of God. And I hope that you and I, just like Paul, can be persuaded and convinced that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Amen. And you may be going through a tough situation in your life. You may be going through something that you, um, that you feel that there's no hope in. You may be going through a desert. You may be going through the wilderness. You may, you may be going through something where you're just anxious about and you don't know what, you don't know what is going to come in your life. But friends, that is still not going to disqualify you from the love of God. Amen. If you're struggling with a bad habit, if you're struggling with an addiction right now, know that you are... That, 
you are not disqualified from the love of God and you are, you are not, whatever you have, you have done in your life is not going to make God love you any less. Amen? And He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And even in your darkest moments, just like what Paul says here, you know, whatever we go through, persecution, famine, tribulation, things present, what you're going through right now, or things uh, to come, you do not know what is going on. He is always there for you. Amen? In your darkest moments, Jesus wants to be there for you, to set you free, to be there for you. And that's, friends, that's the Jesus that we serve. Jesus is not a name that we think about and we hear about when we come to church. No, Jesus is a name that is above any other names and He is, he is love. He loves you so much. Amen? And we can chase after the things that the world offers. We can chase after fame. We can chase after money, success, and even relationships. Um, but the truth is that none of these things can fully, fully satisfy us the way that Jesus satisfied us. Amen? You know, maybe money can buy you peace, right? You know, in one way or another. Maybe you get a, 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 a stable job and you, get in, you earn enough money and you feel at peace because you know that you're financially stable. But what happens when infl inflation comes? What happens when cost of living increases? What happens when the energy, energy bills increase? You know, that's what we're going through right now, right? What happens? Then we get anxious again. That peace is gone again. And that's how quickly that peace can be gone, right? We can chase after relationships, thinking that another person can complete us, another person can fulfill our desire, another person can satisfy us. But again, we are all imperfect. We mess up. We can offend people, we hurt people, whether unknowingly or intentionally. And what happens then? We start to feel bitter again. We start to feel lonely. But friends, I want to let you know that all these things, they are just temporary. They cannot give you anything that's eternal. But Jesus, He remains the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You know, you can lose your job tomorrow. I'm, I'm praying that it will, you won't. But the reality is that all these things that the world offers can be gone just tomorrow. But Jesus remains the same. Amen. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the one that gives you the peace. He is the one that gives you hope. Amen. So let's turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Friends, Jesus is our living hope. He is not a hope that's dead. He is a hope that's living. Come on. He, do you know that Jesus has, has conquered death and He has been risen up from the grave and because of that, you know, the penalty of sin, which is death, has no hold on us anymore. And if Jesus can conquer death for, death for you, and what, then He can help you to overcome whatever that you're going through in life. Amen. We can look to Jesus. Um, if you're feeling defeat right now, friends, I just want to let you know that defeat has no final say over you. Come on, disappointment has no final say over you. Uh, sickness that cannot be cured is, has no final say over you, your loved ones, your friends, your family, because Jesus has already conquered it all. Come on, if you, if you can let that sink in for a bit, Jesus is so precious. Amen? And I'll just use the analogy of the passport again. You know, in a way, the passport has power also, right? Do you know that the passport of the most power is actually the Japanese passport? Where if you hold a Japanese passport, you can actually enter 193 countries without need of a visa. 
and South Korea and Singapore come second. We have 192 countries. Uh, and yeah, here's some cheers from our friends from Singapore. Um, and we used to joke like, uh, like why the Singaporean uh, can, can, just go, can just follow the same line as the UK passport holders, right? They can just quickly uh, scan their passport in the machine and, and just enter the country, country uh, in the UK. But for us who hold, who, who hold other passport, right? We have to queue a long queue and it's like a windy queue. It's not like a straight queue. Uh, and we need to meet the immigration officer. They need to ask us tons of questions and then it takes us such a long time to get into the country. But what I'm saying is this. <laughs> um, you see how much power the passport can have. Amen. One more Jesus. In a more amazing way, the name of Jesus is the name above all other names. The name of Jesus can set you free. The name of Jesus can heal you. The name of Jesus can set you free from any addiction that you're going through. The name of Jesus can, can overcome anything that you face in life. Amen? You know, I just want to remind us again that Jesus is really not just a name that we hear. Jesus is a name that's so powerful. And Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 18 to 20, Luke 10, 18 to 20 says, And he said to them, Jesus said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Just a little bit of context, Jesus was sending out his disciples to preach the gospel, to preach the kingdom, and he came back. They came back excited, saying, Jesus, even the demons, they, they bow at your name, they flee at your name. And Jesus is saying, I see Satan fall like lightning. And when I see this, um, I can imagine when Jesus is in the room, Satan has to flee instantly. And that's how quick Satan has to flee. The enemy has no power over you when you have Jesus in your life. And when, when you have Jesus with you, you can walk. You can walk knowing even though there's scorpions, there's serpents, snakes that may hurt you, you know that you will be okay because He is with you. Amen? And I hope that this can encourage you and remind you of how precious of a treasure Jesus is because He's just so, so good to us. Amen? And... You may hear this and think, oh, well, I've heard this so many times. I, heard, I know Jesus loves me. I know that He's so good. Good that you know that. Great that you know that. But then my question is this. Are you applying this truth in your life? Amen? You know, knowing is one thing. Knowing that Jesus loves you is one thing. But we also need to personalize this. We also need to live it out because you know, this, our, God's Word it needs to be applied in our lives. Amen? So my question is this, which brings to my second point. Now that we know that Jesus is the treasure, are we treating Jesus as our treasure? Wow. Come on. How have you been treating Jesus as your treasure? When I say that Jesus is the treasure, I'm not saying to treat Him as a trophy. What do I mean by that? You know, sometimes when we have something precious, a trophy or a souvenir, we just put it on the shelf. We hang it on a wall. Uh, we don't want to touch it because we, 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 we are afraid of losing it. And worse still, we don't dare to show it to people because it's just so precious to us. Sometimes, yeah, we like to show our trophy, but how many of you have something precious in you, with you that you don't really dare to show to people because it's just so personal uh, to you? Amen? If we do that, then the, the sad thing is, sometimes we do that to Jesus, right? We... 
we only go to Jesus on a Sunday, thinking that Sunday is only for Jesus. But when, when from the Monday to the Saturdays, we say, Jesus, stay out of this. I want to, I want to uh, focus on, on my job. I want to focus on my studies. Uh, please leave me alone. I'll, I, I give Sunday to you, but let me have my Mondays or Saturdays. Or maybe, or maybe you're a student um, and you, you are back from your summer break um, and you're thinking, you know, I've given Jesus uh, the last two years. I've, last two years I've already given to Jesus. I've served Him. To, this year is my final year. This year is my third year. It's, it's harder. I need to uh, focus more on my studies. I've got no time for God. Amen. We do that, don't we? We do that to, to, because we, we, we treat Jesus as a souvenir. Friends, Jesus is not a souvenir hanging on a wall for you to just use it whatever you, whenever you want. No, Jesus is not just your Savior, but He's also Lord. He's also our Master. He's also God, and, and, and we need to treat Him with the proper honour and respect. Amen? And the beautiful thing is this. Even though Jesus is a treasure, we can actually carry this treasure wherever we go. We can carry this and show it to people, uh, to show it to everyone because Jesus is just so precious. Jesus is so amazing that we, how can we put Jesus in the box when Jesus is, is the good news that we can offer to people? Yeah. Amen? Yeah. We are called to represent Jesus. We are called to live out for His name. We are called to, to, to be His ambassadors because if we do not carry it, then who else will? Amen. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 to 12. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 12 says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken by God. Amen? Struck down but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Amen? Here, Paul is reminding us again, Paul is writing to say that, look, we have this treasure, and this is, again is a throwback to what Jesus said, to chase after the treasures in heaven, chase after Him, and Paul says that we have this treasure, we have Jesus in earthen vessels. Paul describes us as earthen vessels. Um, when I hear earthen vessels, I, I can imagine jars of clay, easily broken, weak, right? But, and we wonder, like, who in their right mind would think to, to, to store a treasure in such a weak vessel. It's like saying, storing a royal crown in, in a paper box. Wow. <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy, but who would think of it? God. God wants to use us, that he, he, He's willing to even let us carry that treasure, even though we are weak, even though we are just jars of clay, easily broken. Yeah. Amen? And let this be an encouragement to you. Do not, don't ever think that you are not good enough to represent Christ. Don't think that you are not uh, uh, skillful enough or, or not equipped enough to represent Jesus. You may think, I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not eloquent enough. Maybe I shouldn't talk about Jesus because I'm not good with words. Or maybe let me serve Jesus. Let me represent Him. Let me be more bold to, for Him when I'm at a better place. Let me serve Jesus when I'm, better, when I'm more skillful. Let me serve Jesus when, when I become more like this person, this person, and you, the list can go on. 
But friends, God doesn't look at your ability. He looks at your availability. Are you available for Jesus? Are you available for Him? Amen? Instead of focusing on your weakness, focus on the power of God that can work in you. Just like what Paul said, right? We are, we are earthen vessels, but so that the excellence of the power of God can be showed in us. Amen? If you know Jesus, when you know Jesus, and you truly know Him, you know your worth, just like what I said just now. You know your worth in, in God, your identity in God, and therefore you do not have to worry about what other people think of you. You do not have to worry about what may come your way because you are still, if you, if, you are in, if you are in Christ, if you have Jesus, you are loved by God. Amen? You are chosen by God. You are sent by God. You are trusted by God, and you are not forsaken by God. Amen? And when we understand that, that gives us the courage to live out for God's, live out in God's calling in our lives. Amen? When you know Jesus, you do not have to face your colleagues or um, your boss on the Mondays with worry and anxiety, thinking, you know, will, will what I do satisfy them? Will what I do meet the quota? No, you can go to work knowing that you're being sent. You can go to work knowing that Jesus will go with you. He goes before you. Amen? And you are favored by God. And when you see that your worth is found in Jesus, then you do not have to worry about people's opinion of you. You just have to focus on what God says of you. Amen? And as long as you honor the Lord in whatever you do, you will gain favor, friends. I believe when you honor the Lord and you give Him your best, you will gain favor in the eyes of God and in men, in other people. Amen. Another example, if your friends are going through a stressful time in your studies um, and, and they start complaining or, or, or doubting on whether they can finish the coursework or worse still, they started complaining about the lecturer. Um, but you, if you really have Jesus in you, when you know Jesus, you do not have to do the same thing that they do. You can, instead of stressing about your uh, workload, you can say, you know what? I know it's going to be tough. I know that it seems like I'm in despair. I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed. I don't know what to do, but I do not need to despair because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? And that's, you know, when you have Jesus, you can have that change in mentality. You can have that change in, in perspective even. Yeah. Amen? And you can even make a stand and say, you know what, I'll choose Jesus over anything else. And before you realize it, you already being a witness to the people around you. You're already, being, uh, you're already preaching Jesus with your life when you start to speak Jesus more, when you start to act like Jesus, when you start to follow Him in whatever you do in your life. Amen? Amen? And that's, that's, that's how Jesus wants us to represent Him. And I hope that we can see that when we fix our eyes on Jesus, we can be more courageous, we can be more victorious, we can be more confident even to represent Him. And therefore, serving His kingdom becomes less of a chore, but it becomes a privilege. It becomes a joy because we, you understand the price that He has paid for you and you understand your worth in Jesus. Amen? You know, when we have something that's important or precious to us, we spend a lot of time and effort on it, Right? Um, when your favorite band is in town, I'm sure you'll be the first in line uh, to the concert, not wanting to be in the front um, back seat, or you'll be, you'll be early behind the a computer screen to buy the tickets on, from the website before it, the tickets sold, get sold out, right? 
or maybe you have a show that you like that comes out only, where it only releases one episode per week, but because you love it so much that you want to wait, you're willing to wait a few weeks to watch a few episodes at once. I know some people are laughing because we are, we are doing that for a show. Um, <laughs> But, you know, we do that, right? We, we, we make every effort to, 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 for something that we really love, that we like. But how come we don't treat Jesus that way sometimes? You know, we are so excited to see our favourite bands or our favourite sports team, but are we, ex- we should be excited, if not more excited, when we, when we come to Sunday service to worship who? Our Saviour, the King of Kings. Amen? Or when we get tempted to, to not put God first or, or disobey Him, we somehow are quick to say, no, God, you understand, right? Um, God, you're quick to forgive, right? Nothing wrong with that. God is quick to forgive. and he, he, he will forgive us when we need, when we run back to Him, when we repent. But that shouldn't be an excuse for us to take His grace for granted. Yeah. Amen? So friends, do not treat, do not treat Jesus any way, anything less than, than all the other things that is important in your life. Amen. In fact, you need to treat Jesus more as, as a more important thing in your life. Amen. Amen. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen, friends. Friends, we are all sinners, we are all weak, but let us not use that as an excuse to continue to live according to our flesh. But in view of His mercy, in view of what Jesus has done for us, let us live by faith. Amen? Can we do that, church? Let us live by faith for Jesus. Amen? Who loved you. Again, Paul here is saying, Jesus loves you. He gave Himself for you. How can we not treat Him any less? Amen. And that's the fear of God. That's, that's how we treat Jesus with the honour and the respect that, that is due Him. Yeah. Amen. Even in, in whatever you do, be the best project manager can, you can be, be the best engineer, be the best student, be the best employee, uh, be the best by choosing to put Jesus first. Amen. Choose to f- be quick to forgive when people have wronged you because Jesus has forgiven you. Be quick to be, be slow to judge others because God, who has the right to judge us for our sins, chose to show us mercy, chose to, chose to love us even though we are imperfect, and let us also do the same for other people. Amen. Amen. If we want to treat Jesus as our treasure, if we want to carry this treasure wherever we go, we also got to start putting away all the old treasures that we have in life. We need to get rid of the, treasure, of the things that we see as treasures in our lives. Amen. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to, two, 1 to 2 says, If then you, are, you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on things of this earth. Amen. If you, if you tr- truly know that you are raised with Christ, and that's the truth, Jesus died for you, then let us set our eyes on Jesus. Let us set our eyes on the things that He cares for. Amen? Don't chase after, don't chase after the success that the world's off- world offers. Don't chase after money. Don't chase after even relationships, thinking that only relationship can satisfy us. No. Let go of the things that, that holds you back from wanting to serve Him. 
Let go of the insecurity because you're already secure in, in Jesus. Let go of your, um, of, of your pride even because Jesus is Lord over all. Amen? And I'm not saying that all these things are bad. You know, jobs are good. Uh, relationships are beautiful. But they're good for us. But let's examine our hearts and not let these things to be more important than what really matters, which is Jesus. Instead, chase after Him. Chase after Jesus. And when you chase after Jesus, you chase after the things that He is passionate about. You chase after the things that He loves. And whatever He says, if, if Jesus is truly Lord over our lives, then whatever He says is important. Whatever He says is true. And we've got to live it out. Amen? Amen? The world thinks that you can do whatever you want to be great. But Jesus says that if you want to be great, you've got to be a servant. You've got to be, choose to serve Him, to be a servant for His kingdom. So friends, be a servant in your universities. Be a servant uh, in, in your workplace. Be a servant in, in your house, with your housemates. Be a servant for Jesus. And with, for everything that you do, let, may, may we do it for the glory of God. May we do it to please Jesus. Amen? And D.L. Moody, he, who was an American evangelist, he has this quote. Our greatest fear should not be your failure, but of succeeding at something that doesn't really matter. Amen? I'll, I'll say it one more time. Our greatest failure should not be your failure, but of succeeding at something that doesn't really matter. Friends, let this be a heart check for all of us. We are all succeeding in something in one way or another, but the truth is, are we succeeding in something that doesn't really matter? In the eyes of eternity, in the eyes of God, what truly matters is Jesus. Amen? And if you want to experience true success, if you want to experience abundant life, chase after Jesus, friends. And He's the best thing that can, that can ever happen to you. I can assure you of this. And that brings me to this last question as I, as I close because I wanted us to spend more time just to worship Him as well. If you were to lose everything but keep one thing, what would you choose? Or rather, who would you choose? No? Just think of it, about it. If you, have ev- if you have everything you have right now, but all of that goes away, and if you were to choose one thing, can we say for sure that we can choose the greatest treasure of all? And I pray that we will, that we will choose Jesus. Amen? Amen? And, and I hope that this can encourage you, friends, um, that despite what you're going through, whether good or bad, and I'm also encouraged by what uh, Corinne shared last week when she, when she reminded us on how to pray, when she taught us on how to pray. When we pray, even after things go well, we still chose to pray. Why? Because we understood that success doesn't come from our own ability. Success doesn't come from our own strength. It comes from Jesus. It comes from Jesus. And when we truly put Jesus at the center of our lives, then no matter what you go through, it doesn't really matter as long as Jesus is with you and He's all that we need. He's the only one that's satisfied. Amen? Amen. Can I invite the worship team up as we worship Him? And, and would you allow me to, to pray as well? Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we thank You. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Lord, for your love, for your grace, for your mercy, for your goodness over our, in our lives, God. And Lord, 
we thank you so much. But Lord, we also ask for your forgiveness. God, if we have taken you for granted, Lord, forgive us for the things that we have done that, that, that did not honour you. Lord, we ask, Lord, would you forgive us and bring us back again to that place where you are all that we need, Lord. You're all that we need. Help us, Lord, to represent you better, Lord. Help us to, 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 to live for you, God, so that others, other people can also see that truly, Lord Jesus, you are the one that we need. God, we thank you. We ask, Lord, would you just speak to us, continue to speak to us even for the rest of the week. Lord, we thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.